I'm Melanie Peters for N Equals One, a podcast about science and discovery at UC San Diego. And I'm Heather Bushman. In each episode, we bring you the story of one project, one discovery, or one scientist. Today on N Equals One, we're talking about one project, but it may ultimately involve one million or more people in the U.S., the All of Us Research Program. Okay, Heather, what is All of Us? Explain. All right, it's a, it's a huge effort launched last year by the National Institutes of Health with the help of lots of participating institutions, such as UC San Diego Health. So in a nutshell, the goal is to enroll one million or more people who are willing to contribute their health and lifestyle information for the good of science. And what kind of information? So participants might provide information about their health, their habits, like how much you exercise or what you eat, and what it's like where you live. So it might also be your family history and genetics. If you join, you might be asked to complete online surveys, share your electronic health record, and have your physical measurements taken, like giving blood and urine samples. Well, how might all that data be used? For what kind of science? All kinds. That's the beauty of all of us. The program is essentially building a giant data resource that can be mined by researchers all over the world. And I recently talked to someone here who can tell us more. Lucilla Ona Machado, Professor of Medicine and uh, Founding Chair of the UCSD Health Department of Biomedical Informatics. Dr. Ana Machado also serves as Principal Investigator of the California Precision Medicine uh, Consortium, and that is one of uh, several health provider organizations in the overall All of Us program. She says that knowing more about the factors, everything from genes to alcoholic drinks that might be associated with a particular disease or condition, the better positioned we are to prevent and treat it. But why one million? That's a lot of people. Why so many? (laughs) Well, past studies throughout history were not so good at capturing diversity. The people that participated tend to be mostly white, mostly male, and we know now that we can't necessarily extrapolate those findings. They might not be true for other populations of people. Oh, that makes sense. For example, some medications that worked well for men in a clinical trial may not work the same for women with the same disease. That's why the All of Us Research Program is... It's an initiative in which uh, there is a desire to, unlike in past studies, to have the diversity of the U.S. population uh, of U.S. residents to be reflected in a cohort. It's not a study in itself. It's a collection of people's data, specimens, and uh, information that will be used by several other studies. The overall goal is to have the treatment or prevention of health conditions to be tailored to a particular individual as opposed to a one-size-fits-all. More data can also mean better accuracy. Here's Dr. Ana Machado again. Uh, because when you start getting interested in a particular condition, you will see fewer and fewer people with that particular condition. Even though, for example, diabetes, there are a lot of patients with diabetes. If you start subspecializing in type 1 diabetes on a certain age groups and so on, you will have fewer and fewer in studies uh, require large sample size, meaning a lot of uh, participants. And that's why one million, uh, even though it seems a lot, it, you know, 
just the just the start. So it seems like someone participating in all of us isn't necessarily going to improve their own health. So why do it? For altruistic reasons, just kind of like donating blood. Okay. Well, can you see your own test results and stuff like that? Yep. Everything the program sees, the participant gets to see too. Are there concerns about privacy and data security when people are participating? I mean, you're sharing the most personal kind of data. Yes, for sure. And that's always a key question, isn't it? So the data collected in this program are being stored electronically. So it's subject to the same potential for attacks as other systems because nothing can ever be 100% guaranteed secure, right? Right. But the project is managed by the National Institutes of Health, and Dr. Ana Machado assured me that the program uses state-of-the-art security and privacy protections, and so everything possible is being done to make sure no one can hack in or, or whatever. Okay, well, tell me more about how my data might be used. Can you give me an example of a particular disease or condition that all of this information being collected might help impact in the future? with like new diagnostics or new treatments? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so let's take type two diabetes, for example, which a lot of people have. It's a complex chronic condition underlaid by many genetic and environmental factors. In fact, it may not be all one disease. I mean, right now we treat everyone with type two diabetes as having just one disease. Right. But there could be a number of different subtypes, and those subtypes might really differ in how the disease progresses or how that person responds to treatments. Mm -hmm. But researchers just don't know that kind of thing unless they've collected a ton of data from a ton of people, and in this case, a ton of people with type 2 diabetes. So more data means better research parameters. Right. Here's Dr. Ana Machado. Yeah, so there are several uh, conditions in which we have uh, figured out a way to diagnose and to name and label, but we haven't figured out a way to actually cure or to prevent. The purpose of precision medicine is, is actually understand why that is. So for example, are there some genetic uh, uh, markers that point to people who will be more successful in one treatment than the other or one prevention modality than the other one. So there is much that we don't know yet, much that we currently measure, but in the genetic information we hope to find much more precise or specific markers and possibly in the future actionable targets for therapy. What's more, we already know that the medications or therapies we use today work better for some populations than for others. Not only that the medications work better in certain uh, genetic makeups, but they actually, there are some that if used with, with people with a certain genetic marker will do harm. And that's the last thing we want to do to be helpful for 90% of the patients, but then actually do harm for the other 10%. So with authorizations that the researchers will have, they will have access to uh, the data and try to mine for patterns. So patterns of, of participants who do well with a certain kind of medication in a certain condition, patterns that don't seem to do that well, and then discover that alternatively they do much better by taking other medications or by having a different behavior in general. So there's much we need to know and only from the, the large numbers we'll be able to discern 
a signal from noise and to understand whether the patterns are real. How does someone participate if they want to take part in the All of Us research program? The best place to start, no matter where you live, is at joinallofus.org. If you're in San Diego, you'll enroll and may end up making an appointment here at UC San Diego Health or at a San Diego blood bank location. And then what can a participant expect when they do come in for an appointment? What kind of things will they be doing? First, an All of Us participant answers an online questionnaire about their demographics, health, habits, lifestyle, etc. And then once that's complete, you can schedule an appointment and come to one of our sites. And at that appointment, a nurse will take physical measurements, so like your height, your weight, waist and hip circumference, and then they collect some blood and urine. That's it? Yep, it's that simple. Though the program is adding the ability to include more and different kinds of data as the project progresses. For example, genome sequencing will be coming soon, and in the meantime... Yeah, so there is a new initiative towards bring your own device data, and that means if you have a Fitbit, you, you can sign up to have that data also be part of the program. So it's exciting because it can then correlate exercise levels or sleep levels or intake if you do participate and if you do include that uh, data into the Fitbit app. So, so it's exciting because it's yet another health-related data that we typically do not use in other studies. So it, it adds to all the other information that we are collecting. That sounds like a lot of stuff going on. How many people are already participating in all of us? Nationwide, more than 212,000 people have enrolled across 365 clinic sites. And here in California, about 17,000, a little bit more about now. We are about one year into the program. Uh, so that's quite a, a feat. And I would say from the overall number, about 20% are from San Diego, 20 to 25%. We also have been uh, monitoring that we are indeed fulfilling the promise of having a diverse pool of participants, which we are. So it is exciting. It's more than uh, we had anticipated the level of enthusiasm and participation. I, I think we will show you know, the rest of the country that California is there to help and to volunteer at the time, but also volunteer uh, the, the, this thinking that unless we're all represented, all of us, then we will not be fulfilling our promises of better health for everyone. It is actually thanks to the participants volunteering so much information that we will be able to accelerate research by one order of magnitude. You know, so instead of waiting 10 years, maybe we will get answers in one year for certain questions. That's it for this episode. Once again, you can get more details and enroll in the All of Us Research Program at joinallofus.org. That's joinallofus.org. And you can find more episodes of N equals one at health.ucsd.edu forward slash podcast. Thanks for joining us.